never been to me. Oh, hello everybody. Another Sunday service from Mr Cox here. Uh, hope you're sitting comfortably or standing comfortably or lying comfortably or just doing whatever you need to do to be comfortable. We've got two hours of good music, a little bit of dosage, the night is young. Well, let's start off with something Get us in the mood.
you enjoyed that as much as I did. So starting off with Fast Cars, the kids just want to dance. And Fast Cars were a very obscure power pop band, I believe, from Manchester, which wouldn't be a surprise. They're probably named after a Buzzcock song. And I think Mark Riley, no, not Mark Riley. I get Mark Radcliffe. Yes, Mark Radcliffe. I think was in that band. Uh, I'll check up on that and confirm. And that was followed by obviously Gil Scott Heron. The Revolution will not be televised, but it was an Afrobeat version by Tahira, DJ Tahira from Sao Paulo, Brazil. And that is absolutely stunning. And uh, that was sent to me by my friend Delphonic a.k.a. Pork Chop Lover. Uh, so, yeah, uh, keep them coming, Daz, because that's a great, great tune. And uh, if you like stuff like that, then tune into the podcast that he does. Uh, follow his uh, DJ sets that him and his mate, Wallow, do uh, funky navigation. Anyway, enough of plugging other fuckers. That was good. Cheers. So, uh, what have we got on? Oh, lockdown seems to be coming back, doesn't it? So, all of a sudden, <laughs> uh, it's, it's quite unbelievable, really. Matt Hancock announces on Twitter that um, a load of places you, you can't meet your friends and family, which, I don't know if you know, but it's actually uh, Eid for uh, the Muslim population. So, it's a bit like on Christmas Eve, Someone, you know, in in high power, of the government saying, uh, "Sorry, but you can't, you can't uh, go and see all the family that you, you could, you could not make it up," and uh, it's fucking unbelievable. It it is though, isn't it? I mean, I'm I'm kind of it's gone beyond. I've I'm kind of past the anger, past the the kind of depression. I'm kind of just in a state of whatever next because it's all being made up as I go along. Anyway, let's not. Uh, Let's not have a negative uh, start to the show. I'm going to play some really good uplifting tunes this week. I think as long as you just use, keep using your common sense, nothing's changed. The virus is still around. The same rules apply about washing your hands and, you know, not going to places <laughs> of certain kinds. You, you you know, use your, use your noddle. It's not daft. It's not... It's not hard to understand. What fucks me off, though, the people who appear on the face of it to be the most vulnerable seems to be the ones who care the less, which just odd. Wear your masks, bastards.
Mr. Clever Clogs, Richard Levine. Did you know who that was? Hey, have you called that one out? Huh? Well, the first one, of course, is the theme tune to the magnificent Long Good Friday film starring Bob Hoskins as Harold Shand and uh, Helen Mirren and a bloke off casuality in, a, in his uh, early days. It's brilliant, brilliant, brilliant film. And uh, if you haven't seen it, you're a fool or too young. Either one or both. Uh, it was followed up by um, the Dance Society, and that was a B-side to their first single. The single called was called uh, Clock, and that song itself was called Continent, not Incontinent, but Continent. And I played that because um, my friend Rich, who uh, I have known for many years since he put on lots and lots of gigs in Southampton under the, with some other lovely people called the ST Collective, uh, reminded me of it uh, during the week. And he's another music obsessive slash nerd like me and lots of other people who probably, well, I say lots, I'm being, opt I'm being optimistic and, you know, probably bigging myself up. The, the few people who listen to this probably are uh, same sort of level of nerdery. Um... But yes, hopefully him and his better half, Geraldine, are listening to this tonight or on catch-up. Uh, and hopefully there's some songs to entertain. But anyway, Rich, if you didn't already know, which I'm probably sure that you did, the last one is just somebody I have no idea who he is or who she is. Um, it just came on a random Spotify kind of selection. And it's called Never Get Ahead by Bobby Conn. It's clearly a complete rip-off of I Want You Back in terms of the song structure, but I, I, I just thought the lyrics... Well, I thought the whole tune was great, but the lyrics made me laugh. And it reminded me, funny enough, of another gig promoter who um, used to put on the gigs at the legendary TJ's in Newport, Simon Phillips, and he does a rockaway... Well, they still, yeah, Rockaway Records fairs. And he, he also had Rockaway Records in Newport Market beforehand, before handing it over to Mr. Dean Bedis, legend of the uh, hardcore scene. Long story, actually, what was the story? Oh, yeah, about the man. So I remember, so he, he put my band on a few times and, and uh, we used to go to all the TJ's gigs. We were hardcore kids, blah, 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 blah. Um, not that many years later, I'd got myself a job where I had to wear a suit. I had to be in Newport. And uh, I thought, oh, go and see Simon and see what, what records he's got in, basically. 
And uh, as I walked up there, he said, God, hiya, Neil. How long have you been working for the man? But not with any hint of irony. He meant it. And uh, I respect that. <laughs> and I've worked for the man for a lot longer, Simon, unfortunately. Uh, but now I work for myself. And I fucking ripped the man off. That was them. And this was now...
just get in and close the door and put your foot down. You know, I like this suburb we're going through. I've been around here many times before. When I was young, we were going to move out this way for the clean air, healthy, you know, away from the factories and the smoke. I like that shop too. You can get anything there. So just get in. And we'll go for a ride. This will go driving away from home. 30 miles or more.
I have been to restaurants in Soho whose denizens have crossed social and geographical barriers to reach them. In one, I have seen a girl sitting amid musical pandemonium with a book open on her knees and her little finger entwined with that of her true love. Of course, she was not really listening, not really reading, and not communicating with her friend in any way that required effort or style. It would be hard to say whether the jukebox caused the death of human speech or whether music came to fill an already widening void. But unless the music is stopped now, the human race, mumbling, snapping its fingers and twitching its hips, will sink back into an amoebic state where it will take a coagulation of hundreds of teenagers to make up a single unit of vital force which, once formed, will only live on sedatives, consume itself on the terraces of football stadia, and die. Right. Right. This is called a bang and a wimpy. It's about being threatened in hamburger bars. Swing door swings open in the fast food fun palace. Two pairs of eyes meet mine. I steal myself and grimace. Elbows against the counter, they slump. Mean-eyed, po-faced, no-nonsense. Prepubescent pugilists, terror tots, South London's finest, knee-high nihilists planning nursery crimes. The wimpy bar mafia, nine years old, Mako, murderous. Primary school, but primed to kill, or maim, or terrorise. Size you up and slice you through with Peter Sutcliffe eyes. They're into older women. 11 or 12's their favourite age. They chat them up as they come in, invade their space like space invaders. Oi, love, want some chips? Then invite them home for glue and a private rendition of the new exploited single. <laughs> or some other manic mayhem to make their extremities tingle. Soon they'll be old enough to bunk into a disco, but till then they'll stick to the hamburger hustle. A bang and a wimpy, a wimpy and a bang. The grim and grimy gangsters from the mustard and crass gang. Video vandals. Violent virgin vigilantes virgin on the vindictive. No, I've been searching for the young soul rebels, been searching everywhere, couldn't find them anywhere. But here they are in the wimpy barn, right by Victoria Station. I stand and watch them operate in muted fascination till, here, got 10p, mate. Snaps me back to hard reality, and the half-concealed glinting switchblade smiles with awful clarity. I give them t 21 pence and they give me a hard smile. Now they've the price of another tube, they're happy for a while. And in the wimpy wonderland, the crisis kids run free. A bang, a wimpy and a sniff, and home in time for tea. So, uh, some very nice tunes there. First up was Delta 72, the Delta 72, sorry, uh, called I Feel Fine, band from DC, I believe. For some reason I thought they had a girls versus boys connection. It appears not according to their Wikipedia, but I'm still not convinced. Uh, I'd like somebody to tell me of their provenance. That's a fancy word. And then... That was followed by a great song from the 80s that just, just it's like one of them songs that just keeps going around in your head over time. And you, you occasionally hear it on some, I don't know, late night shit radio show or even a <laughs> early Sunday evening shit radio show. But anyway, it's called Driving Away From Home, brackets, Jim's Tune. It's, and the band is called It's Immaterial, and they were a two-piece. And uh, it was a bit of a surprise hit, because they were quite niche and indie and obscure and, and what have you. Don't know who Jim is, but of course, my son's Jim, so that's quite a nice little 
little connection there and that was followed up by a couple of interesting more you know spoken word um, pieces which I discovered on Pillows and Prayers a compilation by Cherry Red which got released I don't know Richard Levine will be saying well I know what time it is but I know when it got released <laughs> I'm only joking Rich I think it was about 84, something like that. 83, actually, I'm going for. And I'm not looking at Google, I promise. But it was a, a picture disc, and you could buy it for 95p. And what a great idea. I mean, it must have been a bit of a, uh, you know, as they say in business, a lost leader. But I probably advertised their, their bands very well. But, um, yeah, I've still got a copy of it, but those two songs actually were probably the ones that stood out the most to me. Don't know why. Um, so you got first of all, you got Quentin Crisp, one of my. Well, he's not a hero. That'd be a lie, but somebody I admire a lot. Um, stop the music for a minute. If you get a chance to watch the Naked Civil Servant starring John Hurt, a biopic of his life, I highly recommend you do. And that was followed by. Tiller the Stockbroker, and that song was called A Bang and a Wimpy. Tiller the Stockbroker, left-wing punk poet. Um, God, he's played in Worcester, he's played at the Lowen Flag. He's uh, he's a cool guy by all, all accounts, uh, and, and I like that, and it, it just makes me laugh, actually, because it just reminds me of being uh, young and, and also reminds me of being about 47 or whatever. But anyway, it's a, it's a good song. It's not a song. What do you call it? Is it a poem? What do you call a spoken word poem? Just a loud one, I suppose. Um, but, but yeah, no, I enjoyed that. And it was nice to sort of delve back in into that, that, um, that compilation, which, which was really good. Uh, Interesting question, actually, for people out there. What are the best compilation albums that you've you've heard? Because compilations mostly are very, very hit and miss. I can think of about five that would are genuine classics. And may, maybe I'll do a, a compilation-only show. Maybe I won't. Who knows? That's what that's the beauty of uh, being Neil Cox, who does what he wants and doesn't care about parking fines. Anyway, a couple more songs.
sorry, I'm going to have to interlude before the next couple of tracks because that is a band called Medium Medium and the song Hungry So Angry. I was convinced they, again, this came up via Spotify playlist that I got into recently. And uh, I was convinced they were like a, a new wave, not new wave, fucking no wave, uh, a New York kind of, you know, angular, jerky kind of, you know, stuff. Teenage Jesus, Jesus and the Jerks, you know, James Chance, Contortions, DNA, all that kind of stuff. They're from bloody Nottingham. They could be big fans of Cluffy like me. But yeah, what well, that's brilliant, actually. And um, it's made me think I need to go and look on Discogs, but probably not tonight because I need to watch what pennies. But anyway, that's fucking ace. And you know it's ace listening now. So uh, let's have a couple more songs. They're probably equally as ace, but uh, well, not actually. Well, one might be. In a different way, but uh, this one's good. <laughs> but there you go. Can't have it. You can't with them all. You can't. <laughs>
This is Brentford Nylons, the money savers, where you can save pounds on nylon sheets, bedspreads, housecoats, nighties, and of course, top quality polyester cotton sheets in prints and planes, only from Brentford Nylons, the money savers. Ladies, when Brentford's lowered their sale price of blankets, they sold thousands. When they reduced their sale price of polyester cotton sheets to 169, you bought in millions. You keep buying and they'll keep the prices down. All right?
that's just stunning. That last song was uh, Crow Link by Shirley Collins. If you don't know Shirley Collins, she's an 85-year-old English folk singer who's been around since the late 50s, 60s, but has been somebody who's collaborated with kind of weirdo, coily, current 93-type characters that I like. And... Um, yeah, that, that's ace. That, and it features Ossian Brown on Hurdy Gurdy. Now, if you could play any instrument, what would it be? Hurdy Gurdy, please. Um, who was in the later late incarnations of Coil. His partner, Stephen Thrower, was in um, mid and later terms of uh, incarnations of Coil. But I thought that was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Very haunting. The, the rest of the album's great. It's called Heart Seas. It's just come out um, more traditional folky, but it's got a real... Like the songs I played last week, a bit of a kind of English folk... Folk horror is probably the wrong description, but that's that's what it feels to me. But it's great. I recommend it. And the album's a really great listen. Before that was a daft um, advert, which was real. Uh, so, ladies... If you want to buy some nylon bed sheets, get yourself to Brentford. And um, before that was uh, Skyscraper, the song called Choke. Now, Skyscraper were a kind of indie band of the oh, early to mid-90s who kind of plugged plugged themselves on the fact that they had the original Swerve Diver basis. But that's a great song. And, and actually, the 12-inch... Is a great 12 inch. Saw them live once, I think, at Reading Festival in a tent, as I did most most of those bands of the time. Probably played the Market Tavern actually, but you know there you go. I'm I'm not I'm not in a less amusing mood or anything, but I, I feel like concentrating on the songs more, which might be for some of you it might be like just oh, for fuck's sake. Is it taking him this long to realise that's what we want? So there might be someone there who's thinking, his music shit, I just quite like him making jokes. But anyway, I'm going to play a couple more songs because it's, was it? Yeah, I'm going to play a couple more songs and then I'm going to have a break, come back, have some laughing gas, have a bit of counselling from uh, Jimmy Cricket so I can be a bit funnier in the second half. And, um, I don't know, try and suck my own cock. <laughs>
truly wonderful piece of music. Uh, Nick Cave, Jubilee Street. Uh, Jubilee Street's a place in Brighton. I, I know Brighton not that well. Um, I'm, I'm better for recommending places to have good gelato and um, record shops. But apparently Jubilee Street's the red light district, hence the song. But just a really good song. And the video, I'm not into music videos at all. They're fucking crass and just wasteful. But that one's quite clever. Anyway, before that was the Foreskins. No, not the Foreskins, but the Foreskins. Uh, one Law for Them. And uh, yeah, that proves that when I'm playing you the nice stuff, I've still got a bit of nasty stuff to play. But no, I like it. It's a good song. One Law for Them, another one for us. It, it kind of fits. And prior to that was Annie Anxiety, who was uh, somebody who was, uh, who contributed to Crass, the whole Crass Collective. And if you remember last week, I played um, a song by a band called Current 93, a song, music by Current 93. She, she was involved with them. Uh, kind of, New York, what would you call it? New York uh, musician, performer, whatever. A bit like Lydia Lunch. So, um, yeah, I just really like that. The rest of the album's a bit boring, actually, because I listened to that and thought, fucking hell, I must buy that album. Actually, the rest of it's crap. But in other news, I have um, gone on Discogs and bought the Medium Medium album, uh, those boys from Nottingham. And it's cost me ten English pounds plus postage, which I'm assuming will be four pounds. And if it's not, they're a rip-off, fucking bastards. So anyway, I'm quite enjoying uh, just not being a twat and playing some music. Anyway, I've got some more for you. <laughs> waiter, come over here quickly before I cause a scene. <laughs> ah, good waiter. Two slap-up grills, please. Egg, sauce, bake, black pud, bloater, uh, onions, mushos, pizos, chippos, buttered slicios. Uh, in short, two heart attacks in the coronary intensive care unit, please. And an Alka-Seltzer in an unfeasibly large Bradley, please. <laughs> I'm afraid, sir, we don't do fry-ups. <laughs> Perhaps you'd like to see the menu. Yes, we would. That looks great. <laughs> Well, my proud beauty, I think we're going to have a classic nosh up here. Yeah. And if we... Could I have your autograph, please? <gasps> oh, God, more fans. Still, if I'm not used to it now, I never will be. What name is it, lover? I heard what Mr. Pufati said about your work. I've never met a celebrity before. <laughs> I agreed with every word. Such passion, such fire. Uh -huh. If you want to see a bit of fiery passion, baby, you only have to ask. <laughs> God bless, look after Mum. Ooh, sounds a bit rude. Richie, I don't think she's recognised you at all, have you, darling? No. Who is he? Oh, what are you talking about, Eddie? Oh, what an interesting tablecloth. There you go, baby. Oh, oh, thank you. £250 each. Payment in advance. Why, of course. There's mine, but I'm not paying for his. You just pay for my tea this instant, Mr. Edward Catflap. No! 
You've pushed me around long enough. Ever since I became your minder, I've been scorned and ordered about. Do this, Eddie! Do that, Eddie! Yeah, but you never get any of the bloody things! Well, that's not the point, is it? I wanted to be someone. I could have been a contender. But now you're always out there in front, pushing, barging, farting. Well, there's no way my farting trousers now, and I don't need Mr. Big Head Bloody Ricks so Up yours! I'm not playing for your tuck. Have you no honour? No integrity? That's a bloody stupid question. <laughs>
Chuck, what's the move, man? I was on my way up here to the studio, you know what I'm saying? And this brother stopped me and asked me, yo, what's up with that brother, Chucky D? He sway nice. I said, yo, the brother don't sway nice. He knows he's nice, you know what I'm saying? So, Chuck, I got a feeling you're turning into a public enemy, man. Now, remember that line you was kicking to me on the way out to L.A. Lounge in Queens while we was in the car on the way to the shop? Well, yo, right now, kick the bass for them brothers and let them know what goes on.
wasn't that good. Uh, first up was me and uh, my friend Chris ordering breakfast in a local cafe. And for that was followed up by only the band that Joy Division could have been. Ah, stupid joke. Yeah, I'm not going to labour the point. It's very sad that Ian Curtis had his issues and what have you. But fucking hell. What's, what a great band he, he managed to, like, create by killing himself. I love New Order. Superb. Absolutely superb. Um, pop songs to save your life to. Well, no, it's... I didn't even say that on purpose. But anyway, look, New Order are great. They remind me of a time in the 90s playing football, hanging around with people that I probably didn't like that that much, actually, playing a bit playing a bit of football. But when I saw them live, it's interesting, actually. They, they were brilliant, but I might as well have just sat at home and listened to a CD. I don't know if that's... I don't know if that's a rec- that says they're really good at replicating what they do or it's just they're so proficient it's boring you make the decision not me i don't want that responsibility and that was followed by public enemy harder than you think and the reason i played that apart from it being a fucking ace song and one of the best bands i've ever seen live and just totally inspiring people um it just reminded me of uh, there was a Channel Four documentary about great songwriters, and um, documentary series, should I say? It was half an hour with some songwriter chatting about what they'd done and what have you. And I remember putting uh, the Chuck D one on, and Jimmy was only don't know when it is. I, I'd have to check when it was on. Eight, nine maximum, possibly even younger, and he was just completely transfixed and. This song played during during it, and he thought it was amazing. When he was even younger, believe it or not, and I'm because there is a twist to the tale. His favorite song before that was Fella Coochie Zombie, and he used to do like this weird kind of dance to it. it sounds a bit weird. I didn't make him, it, you know, it, he liked dancing to it. But now, the fucking hell, the music he listens to is just utter fucking shit. I mean, he's 13 in about 10 days, so hopefully that might change. To be honest, if it doesn't, I don't really care. I don't really want my kids muscling in on the music that I like, quite frankly. And, uh, yeah, there you go. So, anyway, where are we up to now? Oh, yes, it's ticking along. Let's play some more... <coughs> More music. I've got I've got no egg tails this week. Have I got any egg tails? Have I got any? Oh, yes. I've got one. It's not a tail. It's a question. And it's a question that I don't know. And I'm bo- not bothered to Google, so I'm, I'm happy for anyone to tell me. We eat chicken's eggs, yeah? Vernon Matthews has got a fucking monopoly on turkeys. And, uh, you know, I find that... Oops, upsetting to say for so many reasons, not least my friend Stephen. But why don't we eat turkey eggs? They'd probably be bigger and cheaper, just like turkeys. Yeah, well, you haven't thought about that before, have you? Neither have I, so let's... (laughs) 
the wind blows As free as the grass grows Born free to follow your heart Live free And beauty surrounds you The world still astounds you It's time you look at a star Stay free Where no walls divide you You're free as a roaring tide So there's no need to
actually been sport this week. So first off was Born Free by Matt Munro, the singing bus driver. And the reason I played that, apart from the fact it's, it's just a beautiful, beautiful song. He was a, an English guy who was literally a bus driver who uh, got kind of built up as, as kind of like our version of Sinatra. And um, uh, it's, it's quite touching. Oh, I no, I'm not. It, it's touching, but my mum used to listen to Matt Munro. And, um, yeah, he did some great songs. He did the theme tune to From Russia with Love. And he was just a London boy. He drove a bus, he could sing. Fucking brilliant. You know, ah, great. That was followed up with another London boy who could sing. I don't know if he can now, but he could sing. It's uh, Free Me by Roger Daltrey. When I say it's by Roger Daltrey, it pretty much was The Who. And it's from the soundtrack of the McVicker film. Now, if you've ever seen the McVicker film, um, there there, there are lots of... Well, it's just a, a brilliant, brilliant film. And uh, I think I spent probably best part of the year watching that every night, getting drunk, getting stoned, and uh, quoting the film. Now... I'm not suggesting anybody does that, but I bet there's people listening to this thinking, oh, that sounds like my um, Star Wars or Big Lebowski or, I don't know, Frozen. Well, anyway, it it, it was great. And uh, that's for my mate Bob, who's just had the all clear on a pretty scary uh, health scare, which I'm very pleased about. And then finally was... Two songs about being free. Very cornerly, of course, I did uh, Free, My Brother Jake, which I think is a sensational song. I'm not a massive fan of Free. I think they've got some good songs out of 70s rock. But they're one of the best bands. You know, good voice, uh, good playing, and, and actually a bit like Lizzie wrote some songs rather than just twiddling, but... I've always said, if anybody likes Bivouac, I've always said I'd love to do a cover version of that with Paul singing out of Bivouac singing and probably playing guitar and having nothing to do with me whatsoever apart from saying just do it and probably paying the money in the studio, I don't know. But I think it would be fucking ace and I haven't ruled that out. I might do that one day. I really, really might want, might do that one day. So there you go. We get it. We're getting ever closer to the end, and I haven't mentioned my band of the week, so I'm going to. My band of the week is a band from Worcester. They're called Zilch. They are unashamedly in love with sub pop, grunge, what have you. And do you know what? They wear their hearts on the sleeve. That's what they love. Tom and Craig, who... So that's guitarist, singer and drummer. Uh, both played in Navajo Ace, who I'm going to play straight after. And um, lovely lads. Great band. Is grunge my thing? Not really massively. But these boys fucking kick ass. Or bottom. Whatever you want.
brilliant. Worcester has so much talent and so does probably your area. So just make sure you do show what you can do. It's a weird time for us all and bands can't play live and people can't do this, this, this. But just find your medium because there'll always be a medium for you to find your expression of outlook. This whole, like, doing podcasts, I don't really give a shit whether no one listens to this ever, any week. It really wouldn't bother me. But I tell you what, it makes my week being able to do it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not crying over that. I'm just make things count. Don't believe that you can't do what you want to do because you fucking can. And if it is possible.
tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you gotta be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. I'm always gonna love you no matter what. No matter what happens. You're my son, you're my blood. You're the best thing in my life. But until you start believing yourself, you ain't gonna have a life. Don't forget to visit your mother. Oh! Hey! Nice to see you, man. Nice to see you, man. You're looking great. Happy New Year. You're looking great. Happy New Year to do. Hey, to you even. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, Vic, got a new job. Have you? Got a new job with the Vatican, yeah. I'm employed varnishing all the Pope's stools. <laughs> I've heard they've got three legs as well. Oh, I'll tell you what, I'm, in, I'm employed by KP to cut all the little peanuts in half with my little axe You lying? Yes. No, it's so, You know, they use my behind-the-knee sweat, right? Yeah. They use it as a sort of vaccine-stroke resin in all branches of Benetton. You're lying, Get. You're lying, Get. I'll tell you what, you know me? I'm employed by Noddy Hodler out the Slade to be the middle slice of his, his platform show. I heard that rumour. I know, I started it. <laughs> Hey, you know what, mate? If I cook any fish, trout, whatever it might be, as soon as I put it under the grill, the police immediately switch radio channels. I heard that, though, mate. I know, I started it. Hey, I tell you what, though, little fella, you're looking great. But, no, um, I'm I tell you what, you know, uh, you know the, uh, the, the, the advert, the, the, the telephone that rings, yeah. and uh, that lizard that crawls over it? Oh, yeah. I'm the bloke who's ringing up. You lying, yet? Ah, it's, no, I'm not you lying, you lying, yet. I tell you what, Yes, I have no bananas. I have no bananas today. You lie You lie and guess. I'll tell you what, mate. I can't say the word colander, you know. Can't say the word what? Colander, I can't say it. I can't say the word coriander. Coriander? Coriander. That's terrible, isn't it? Oh, it's awful thing. I'll tell you, hey, you know me? I'm completely unaffected by explosions. You lying? Yes. No, I'm not. Hey, mind you, talking of explosions, like, on New Year's Eve, I explode at exactly midnight. You lying yet? <laughs> you lying yet? It wasn't even midnight. <laughs>
Anyway, many of the experiments will be done with strains of E. coli, which we have purposely genetically engineered within the laboratory to make them even less likely to be able to survive outside a carefully controlled laboratory environment. Ah, turkeys only laid two eggs a week, so that's probably the answer. Be like my mate's missus who only has one dump a week. <laughs> There's a flag 